Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, everybody. I'm glad to be back with you. Um, What a few days we've had. Um, It seems that you generally enjoyed Adam Lalana and why not? What a refreshing mind he's got. Um, he definitely, at no stage, sounded like your run-of-the-mill footballer, nor indeed your, your run-of-the-mill senior footballer. It's very often the case that when you get either a manager, an out-of-work manager, or a senior player who's considering his next step but is no longer attached to the club... You get the tremendous benefit as either an interviewer or, more importantly, the, the listener of them having much more perspective, feeling less pressurised, in some instances less antagonistic. Uh, but when you're talking to somebody who's still playing or who's managing at that minute, they've got a thousand things on their mind. They can often view... The type of interview we want, which is elongated, it's in-depth. We hope for it to cover stuff that's far from routine. When people are in the situation of, of coming into a press room and sitting down across a mic, it, unless you know the guy, and unless more importantly, or woman, unless they know you and your your ideas, your purposes, there's an actual process of trying to refocus their their brains in a very short space of time. You can assure them, look, we're not seeking lurid headlines as many press interviews do. We we aren't probably we probably are not going to focus a huge amount on what's going on this week or next week in your life. Um but but to get them out of not robotic mode, but a mode whereby they've got, and understandably, self-protection barriers up. They are taught to um, set up a way of answering which tries to lead them away from trouble. Adam was a gem. Coming your way very soon, uh, Martin O'Neill. We we sat down in Kensington in the same place as we had some beautiful experiences with Roberto Di Matteo, Graham Lasol, Charlie Adam, to say the least. And um, Martin was was typically um, charismatic and he engaged in the interview and told us a lot of things that are 
hinted at in his autobiography on days like these. I think you'll find it a rewarding experience when you listen to the big interview with Martin O'Neill. For the moment, this is that um, column that I write for ESPN FC every week. I still regard it as a very enjoyable privilege to now have been communicating via ESPN's website as a columnist for 12 and a half, uh, nearly 13 years. And the majority of the content is about Spanish football of one sort or another. And it seemed perfectly reasonable to me that this week should be about the Churi Urdin. No, that's not an anagram. Um, seven down, Churi Urdin. Um, it's the nickname for Real Sociedad, who must never be referred to as Sociedad. Like you would never call Tottenham Hotspur Hotspur. Um, Real Sociedad de Football is the Royal Society of Football. La Real is how to call them, or Churiardin, which means blue and whites in Basque. And it's not, they play, as I'm speaking, they play um, tonight at Camp Nou against Barcelona at the weekend against Real Madrid, which I refer to in the column. But really, this isn't meant as a match preview. It's meant to, to doff my cap and encourage you to do the same, to salute to a club that's well run. How many of us recording this, working on this or listening to this would like our club to be vibrantly successful and eminently well run. Hmm. Leaving that with you, this is this week's column. It's a good bet that you probably don't know who Joaquin Aperibé is. Small, portly, sweepover hairstyle, and with what feels like a perma-smile on his face, if I brought him over to you at a drinks party and introduced the 56-year-old as the branch manager of a small countryside bank or the boss of a bakery chain, you'd instantly buy my story. Instead, in truth, he's the angel of the Anoeta, the genial man who's taken Real Sociedad by the scruff of their neck and hauled this club from San Sebastián, Spain's most beautiful city, I think, away from financial ruin, out of the second division, and to a position where, today, you can mention them in the same breath as Barcelona and Real Madrid as potential title winners. But that's not even close to the curriculum vitae of this man's achievements. La Real, when they last won Spain's top division in 1982 played in a now mythical little stadium called Atocha. It was hostile to visiting teams, passionately loyal to the Churi Urdin, the blue and whites, usually muddy, horrible for opponents, noisy and deeply traditional. When it was replaced, partly due to dilapidation, partly because the maximum capacity never even reached 30,000, La Real made a bit of a mistake. They moved to the bowl-like, personality-free Anoeta Stadium, where the running track around the pitch not only drained what little atmosphere there was, but seemed to physically symbolise the detachment between club, players and fans. Horrible. Now look at the place. 
with significant financial help and sponsorship, most of which Jokin Apiribai galvanised, this president has made the reborn Anoeta, currently known as the Reale Arena, absolutely gorgeous. You can easily walk to it from the city centre. It's surrounded by bars and restaurants. The home fans absolutely adore their new HQ, which is aesthetically attractive, but crucially, it's closer to the pitch because there's no running track now. And because the team's playing really well, the stands are boisterously raucous. It's an utter and total transformation. In the recent Basque derby, when Real Sociedad thrillingly picked Athletic Club apart and won 3-1, we were treated to a common sight. Everyone in the stadium, men, women, grannies, spotty youths, the well-dressed and the radical ultras, turned their backs to the pitch, linked up with arms around the next person's shoulders and bounced up and down while singing at the top of their voices. Yes, it's called the Poznan, and you've maybe seen it before. But for this once staid, tepid fan base to be so convulsed by pride in their team, hope for the future, and sheer joy in the way that Imanol Aguasil's team plays, well, it's a flipping marvellous sight. Honestly, it is. Finally, if we're admiring the crown jewels of President Aparebe's 14-year reign, there's the Youth Academy. Named Zubieta, after the suburb where it's located, La Real have, while doing everything else right at the same time, somehow managed to find a goose which keeps on laying golden eggs. When, in 1989, Real Sociedad abandoned the idea which they then shared with Athletic Club that only Basques could play for them, and La Real went open, it was a decision which soon became an open wound. It didn't bring any trophy success, nor notable advancement as a football outfit. It decreased the club's prestige and it allowed Athletic, snootily, to take sole control of the higher ground via which they soaked up adoration and admiration from around the world. Appreciation for which Real Sociedad were evidently no longer eligible. But look at them now. In the last couple of seasons... The first team has been able to hoover up new recruit after new recruit from Zubieta's academy teams. Almost all of them have cut the mustard at the top level. And of Imanol's 20 most used players this season, 16 are Spanish, 9 of them are Basque, and just over half are from La Real's phenomenal academy. Just bubbling under those 20 most used players this season are 8 more Spaniards, 7 of whom are Basque, and all of whom are Zubieta developed. All in all, this club is in an idyllic state. If the majority of football fans around the world sat down and wrote out a blueprint of how they'd like the club they love to earn success, La Real's template would be what they came up with. No longer gazing west with green-eyed jealousy towards their usually dominant Basque neighbour, Athletic, who've been more successful and more feted in recent decades. No massively controversial, wealthy foreign owner like Newcastle, who filled La Real's coffers when buying Alexander Isaac for £70 million last season, or spendthrift Chelsea, who, like Arsenal, want to pay Zubimendi's €60 million Euro buyout clause. 
By the way, in current market terms, the pivoting midfielder who'll turn 24 early next month is worth much more. There are no doubts about maintaining a steady course either. The coach, the president and the director of football, Roberto Olabe, are all tied to the club for the foreseeable future. Aperibé, for example, was recently re-elected for another five years. 46,000 club members voted and he won 99.84% support. How, how about that? Olabe just received a new contract until 2026, while Coach Imanol's deal is until 2025. Little wonder their star midfielder Zubimendi told Marca recently, our idea at Real Sociedad is to attack the traditional top four in La Liga. Now, however, facts are facts. Real Sociedad faced Barcelona on Wednesday for a place in the cup semi-final and how they'd love to repeat their Copa triumph of 2020 when, glory of glories, they beat Athletic Club 1-0 in the final. However, the last time the Churiardin won at Camp Nou, all of their scorers were English, Liverpool legend John Aldridge plus the late Dalian Atkinson, because it was 31 years ago. Immediately after that quarter-final, La Real, who are three points off second place, go to the Bernabeu on La Liga duty to confront an unpredictable but still favourite Real Madrid. If Real Sociedad are somehow to do a Leicester for the sake of a comparison and win the Spanish title for the first time in nearly half a century, they pretty much need to live up to Zubimendi's words and beat the current champions. Like winning at the camp now, it's not something that they are particularly used to doing. But Imanol's team, where 37-year-old magician David Silva's tricks remain the elixir for remarkable results, do at least have a win and a draw in their last four visits to Los Blancos headquarters. Aperibe, the president, recently announced, in La Liga, we want to consistently be in the European places, but fighting with the maximum ambition. We have to do our work correctly until we are champions again. We must never think that there are dreams beyond our reach or that winning the title is something for other clubs. I guess it's a legitimate query for those in blue and white who think that this squad has outside title potential as to where the killer goals might come from. Not since Nihat Kavecchi 20 years ago have La Real genuinely had somebody who bulged the net with elite regularity. The Turks scored 23 times in La Liga and Real Sociedad finished second two points off the top, <laughs> to Real Madrid. Big old Alex Sorlot, who'll torment Spain for Norway with Holland and Odegaard when qualification for Euro 2024 begins in March, is looking as confident and dangerous as at any time in his already nine-club career. However, the big man's goal record since plundering 24-34 in, in Turkey three years ago is pretty variable. Takefusa Kubo is utterly transformed from the thrilling but peripheral figure he was at Getafe, Villarreal and Mallorca. However, the Japanese player's strike rate is about four or five per season. Mikel Oyarzabal is the real deal, this club's best, most influential and most important footballer. But he's never been anything like prolific in front of goal and this is a stage when he's fighting back from the first major injury of his career. 
out for nearly a year, he'll do miraculously to approach his average of about 11 goals a season between now and June in what's left of the league. Given that Madrid are far less ruthless than last season, and Barcelona are still genuinely a project in construction, it would be stupid to say impossible. But I think we can settle on unlikely. Then, of course, given the nirvana that's taken place in San Sebastian, there's the European challenge. Real Sociedad don't even know their next Europa League rivals because unlike Barcelona, Manchester United, Juventus, PSV, Sevilla, Monaco, Bayer Leverkusen and Ajax, they've gone straight into the round of 16, having won their group. In fact, the last few seasons have seen La Real gain maturity and confidence in Europe, plus learning loads from their thrashing against Manchester United two years ago. The finals in Budapest, David Silva, Taki Kubo, Oyer Thabal, Zubi Mendy, Sorlot and company are just three really good performances away from getting there and exceeding the European Cup semi-final of 1983, which remains the furthest this club has ever marched in European football. It's obvious that this is the beginning of the trickiest part of Aperebe's odyssey. The club's built quietly, intelligently and consistently. Now, they're going to have to fight off bids for their best footballers from a legion of bigger clubs, all of whom could easily pay a recruit from Real Sociedad five or six times what he's on right now. And the other brutal task, always, is converting potential into outright victory. Another trophy this season is not out of the question. And anyone who's tired of petrodollar-laden nation-state clubs punching it out with traditional behemoth clubs from gigantic cities who can carry monstrous debt should get behind La Real and pray that the blue and whites pull it off. If you choose to do that, then, above all, they'll give you fun, thrills and honest endeavour. What price on that? Well played, President Aparebe. Well played.